We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Portland, if you've ever wondered where to get your blazers, ducks, and bees. It's right here on the airwaves of 1080. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty. A little bit late, but uh, we're, we're still trucking along here. Um, <clears throat> all right. The Las Vegas Raiders are a bad football team. Uh, Jeff Saturday a few <laughs> weeks ago said they are horrible. And then went from being an analyst to being a coach, and they are so horrible. He beat them in his first ever game, being a head coach, going from analyst to off, head coach. off the couch to coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are two and seven. That is the second worst record in the AFC this season. That is the second worst record in the entire league on the season. Listen, man, I can't have nice things. That's how this works. USC is doing well, therefore oh, the Raiders must come suck. On. I, I I don't want to hear that. Yeah, no, that's how no, this goes. No, 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 just stop. There's never been like a holy trinity okay, of, just of Raiders, no, Blazers, Trojans. The Blazers time. are the number one team in the Western Conference. USC is ranked seventh in the country. Mm-hmm. Nobody feels bad for you, Danny. Oh. Feel bad for me. <laughs> Nobody at all. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, but it's not as bad as you would think uh, until it is. Um, the The entire conversation around Josh McDaniels is an interesting one. Um, he did not have a good tenure um, as it ended in Denver, despite no. going to the playoffs and winning a playoff game. It all just kind of fell apart, and, and the overwhelming consensus was he just wasn't ready to be a head coach. Well, now in Las Vegas, everybody is saying, pointing to the exact same thing. I mean, Rich Bisaccia, for goodness sakes, took this team to the playoffs last year and damn near beat the AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, that was a, I mean, that game came down to the wire against Cincinnati uh, in Cincy, no less. And this year, they are an unmitigated disaster, despite the fact that they've improved their roster from a year ago by the addition of Devontae Adams uh, on the outside. There's so many things that you can be critical of the Raiders this year. They lost 24 nothing to a dejected and beleaguered, beat-up, sad-faced Saints team. Mm-hmm. A team that's just not good. Mm-hmm. They're, they're missing most of their weapons at any given week. Yeah. They don't have a quarterback that they can trust. Mm-hmm. They blank the Raiders 24 nothing. The uh, Every other loss that the Raiders have had have been by one score. Mm-hmm. 
their point differential is right there with what you would expect of like a back end playoff team right now. And yet they're two and seven. And McDaniels has made mistakes. There's no doubt about that. There was a slow playing of Josh Jacobs and downplaying his role in the offense early in the season. Uh, there's been obviously injuries within the Raiders that with, with Darren Waller uh, limiting their, their playmaking ability. Uh, they've released a first round draft pick in Donovan Abram. There's been stuff everywhere, right? But the thing was, is that this is kind of, this is a playoff team last mm-hmm. year. Even if you're talking at one score games, yep. there's still talent on this team. We talked about it preseason. This was one of the most talented offensive rosters in the league. They have failed to score yeah. endlessly. Yeah. And it's, it's not the defense that's really been the problem. It's mm-hmm. been the offense. Yeah. And Josh McDaniels is supposed to be a what? Offensive coach. Yeah. Ah, right. So, there's been talk about having him fired, having him removed. Dove Kleiman reports yesterday that the Raiders will not fire Josh McDaniels because they don't have the money to fire him. <laughs> because they will have to pay him out, and then they will have to hire another coach. And this is not something new. And this was backed by Bill Plaschke. Uh, Chris Mortensen reported in 2019, then, that Mark Davis did not have the cash to fire a coach at that point in time because they were cash poor. Yeah. And this is something that is going to be a problem and ultimately what, in my opinion, will lead to the Davis family having to sell the team is because you have too many owners in the NFL who are just worth billions upon billions and it's too much of a competitive advantage. Well, and one thing that you have to do if you guarantee money because they've had a history of having owners that have not had enough money. Got to have that cash on hand. Any money that is guaranteed in a contract, you have to have cash on hand that you put into an escrow account. Uh, so, like, every guaranteed dollar on the books for the Las Vegas Raiders is in an escrow account. Um, can't touch it. You cannot touch it. And you, that has to be the cash that is on hand. And on top of that, and this is why you're firing guys with cause um, and why John Gruden is suing uh, to say, no, I want that money that was guaranteed to me. They had to, you know, you can't pay another coach $10 million a year like you were to John Gruden. That makes that does make sense. I don't think this is going to be a really interesting one because they he, he may be forced to sell the team Mark Davis when his mother dies mm-hmm. because she has the the control of the franchise. It's actually not him. He's actually run the show, but when she dies, then he has to come up with the money to to prove that he I, I think it's something like 10% of the value of the franchise. value of the franchise yes. you have to have. Which and that that, that franchise with that new stadium and that market, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be about six billion dollars. Yeah, but they probably shouldn't fire Josh McDaniels anyways because the two stars of the team are going to bat for Josh McDaniel. Both Devontae Adams mm-hmm. and Derek Carr in their comments post game. I mean, we played the Derek Carr audio where he said he loves Josh, you know, and he wishes that everybody was on the same page. I said this on Monday. Like they've got bigger issues than just than than Josh McDaniel. They have got massive issues with that locker room and with that team. And and that is a that is a they have a cancer that is growing in there. And you can tell by the comments from Devontae Adams and Derek Carr that it, this is not a a hey you fire your coach and everything is fixed. They've got a locker room culture issue going on. with the Las Vegas Raiders and until you can remedy that and that that is such a tough one to go with because you can just get rid of Josh Abram or Jonathan Abram and you say yeah that's it like I mean sure that was our one bad guy no man it, it grows in a locker room and when that dissension gets to a point 
it can drag everybody down. Are Devonte Adams and Derek Carr known as good dudes in the NFL? Yes, they are. Like above above reproach, right? Mm-hmm. If they're both coming out there and defending McDaniel's and and Carr hinted at this the other day, talking about the sacrifice and and what guys do with their bodies to get ready for a game, and he wishes other guys in the room took it more seriously. He was not talking about the journalists in the room. He was talking about his teammates in the locker room. You think, I I mean, how much of this do you think is the Raiders' culture, or is this like that big fear of having an NFL team in Vegas with all the distractions and everything that that surrounds the city of Las Vegas? Because we've had the Ruggs incident. You had Josh Jacobs. Mm -hmm. Josh Jacobs' DUI just like went away. Went away. Like nobody nobody talked about that. Um, and then you have this. There's another wanting everybody to be all in. Mm-hmm. Like that is a big question that's been circling this Vegas Raiders team. Is it the Raiders and their dysfunction and the guys that Mike Mayock and John Gruden brought in uh, to build this team, or is this a maybe it is Vegas? Yes, I think it's both. I think there is some dysfunction. I think Mayock and, and Gruden, Gruden specifically. He has had guys. I mean, listen. He th- those Bucks teams, is, as good as they were, they weren't uh, loaded with uh, the Derek Cars of the world. Yeah. Right. There were some dudes on that where you're like, ah. Yep. If you look back at that roster, there were some questionable dudes, but they won. Yep. And also, it's Tampa Bay. You can kind of disappear. If you have those questionable dudes, if you don't have the high character dudes up and down, and it's Las Vegas, I think what they're going to have to do in Las Vegas, is they're going to have to prioritize guys. Yeah. They're going to have to prioritize high-character guys. And, and you know what? You can get Ruggs could have been the highest-character guy ever, and he just made a very violently dumb mistake that is yep. life-changing. Horrible. Horrible. But you can protect yourself as an organization by making those character issues a priority. And yeah. I think the Raiders have avoided that because of their culture, because of historically they are... One of the least risk-averse teams in sports history. If there is a risk to be taken, it is done by the Raiders. <laughs> they have been a groundbreaking team in the NFL for 50 years. Yep. If there is an edge to be gained, but also on the same same front, they have face-planted more than anybody. Yeah. Prior to, to 2001, the Raiders are the most successful sports franchise in North America. They have the highest winning percentage in sports. Since then, they are the worst. Yeah. that That's basically the change of Al Davis and when he started to kind of lose it and the culture change and where things have faltered, the risk-averse lost the brains behind the risk. Yeah, and I, I think the league changed, though, too. Mm-hmm. The league changed dramatically. And you do need – any great team has got some Looney Tunes on it. It, it truly, you need, truly do. You need a little bit of crazy. And you, you need, need it. You need it, and I think it is it, it is more Raiders than anything else. Um, it is more Raiders than anything else. But you got the two stars have jo- got Josh McDaniels back. Whether he works out as a head coach or not, he's got the two most important people that he needs on his it's side. It's not the death nail of the owner giving yeah. the old uh, vote of confidence. Yeah. This is the two most important players in the organization backing him. Yeah. Um, all right, we talked about the NFL has officially done it. They are cowards. They've moved the game to Detroit. Boo! Boo is right. Um. Yeah. So I'm just gonna start like I'm just gonna start tagging the NFLPA and being like, oh, look, they're you guys don't like Ford Field, so they're gonna just play more games there. 
just play more. 503-250-1080 is a fan text on. Um, from one mess in the AFC West to another, uh, for Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos, it just keeps getting worse. Danny and Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. All right, so things may not be going well in in Vegas with the Raiders, but uh, they're they're going just as bad for the Denver Broncos as well. Uh, Denver three and six on the season, not going well. Lost, lost um, to the Raiders. <laughs> lost to the Raiders, um, and lost to the Titans seventeen ten. Um, went to a banged up Titans team, no less. But uh, things. Maybe getting even worse for the Denver Broncos because we've heard a lot of damning, you know, commentary out of Denver. Being from, you know, Russell Wilson kind of wearing thin in the locker room, Nathaniel Hackett doesn't have what it takes. Um, and Nathaniel Hackett is taking a lot of his game management, is, is being criticized, and rightfully so. But the act of Russell Wilson wearing thin maybe even more than that as this audio that we're about to play is from 92.5 um, altitude sports in Denver Scott Hastings Tyler Columbus who I believe is a former player um, and uh, Josh Dover this is Columbus on what he's hearing about Russell Wilson in the Denver Broncos offense this may be the biggest red flag that I have seen to date from Denver and the Broncos. Russell is losing his mind out there. He's losing his mind. He, he's at the line of scrimmage using audibles from, from the Seahawks. The guys don't oh. know what the audibles are. I, I mean, he, he's using code words. The, the guys don't know what the code words from are. The last offense. And, and they're coming back to the huddle and they're like, dude, what are, you, what are you saying up there? We don't know what the play, we don't know what that is. He, he, he's, he's, he's losing his mind right now. It, that was kind of even before you gave us some of that. Remember the Graham Glasgow play, uh, the run play. 
and they say, hey, he checked to something and no one knew what it was. That is astonishing. Chaz Michael Michaels, man, it gets people going. So (laughs) what they're saying is that on the field, Russell Wilson is calling out audibles and checks during the game and players are looking around like, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, this is full on. This is full on hook. He's lost his marbles. That to me is. You want to talk about signs of dysfunction? There is nothing Nathaniel Hackett can do if Russell Wilson is in fact doing that. Mister Unlimited. Very limited on the checks that you can run because your your teammates do not know. I guess that would in fact make Russell Wilson Mister Unlimited and his teammates very limited. Uh, based on the fact that they have no idea what you're well, what you're talking clearly about. Clearly, they're not opening their third eye. That's right. That's what's happening here. I, I'm making fun of it, but I want to make sure that I'm not making total fun of this because what if something's genuinely wrong with him? <laughs> I mean, because this is this hints at a lot more than just yeah. Russ being Russ. Let's ride. Just panicking. Like this it's, is if this is actually happening, whether right. it's. CTE or other concussion or stress or emotion. Like I'm not, I'm not saying he's any of those yeah. things, but there's the little, the doors that that opens to problems and not the football problems. I'm talking about Russell Wilson problems is extraordinary because if this is happening, this sounds more like an emotional or a psychological break. Or he's a robot that hasn't had his software updated. That's the other that. thing, man. Well, think, you know what would fix that? If he was on Odyssey's stupid schedule that has to update their software every four hours. Well, he wouldn't make it through a game. <laughs> he'd have to it, kick that it, at halftime. It, yeah, you'd, I mean, again, yeah, you know. make sure that halftime, you get him in the locker room at halftime, that 30-minute yeah. update, you know. but they, Buddy, it, that is, that is more, the most incredible piece of audio that I have heard that... This is where you know that there is more than a kernel of truth to it, is that it has not been denounced immediately by the team. No, and there's people around the team who are plugged in who are like, yeah, there's some truth to this. <laughs> like Boy. That's when nobody's rushing to, how dare you deny, 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 deny. It's because there's probably six, seven other offensive linemen who were, are really ready to throw him under the bus. And that's what makes me kind of wonder, like, again, if this isn't a one-time thing. This is probably something that's been happening. I'll tell you, they are legitimately, their offense is wedding crashers. They're out there in the yard, and he's yelling hot route, and Owen Wilson is just going, I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't, I, Jerry Judy is sitting there going, hey, I, I, I don't know what that means. I don't know what hot route means, hot route. What are you? What are you talking the fire about? Fire hose is fully inserted. Yeah, it is. The other part of this is gripping and gripping. Let's go. Remember the Seattle game where Lockett was telling his defense that he was using the old Seattle signals for the go yeah. route. Yeah, that yeah. kind of plays into that. Mm-hmm. Except for there's more about that. He that the other guys just have no no clue. But what I'm saying, but he's he, yeah. that. I mean, In that the, it's it all kind of starts to track to like, is he just not? There's, there's, I think there's two paths here. Is he just not capable of separating himself from his time with the Seahawks and, and that stuff, or is there something actually wrong? I, I think there also is there's a reasonable explanation of it, too, in that he spent a decade That's what of, I mean, like, of using the same terminology and the same thing and under pressure, 
and in a in a scenario where everything is ramped up and everything is amplified, he is reverting to what he knows best, and he's unknowingly doing it because people will yep. do that. And the same thing happens that, in the military. That yes, that tells you something though that, you, that I would not want to be in the military with him because when when S gets real. It, that's where it gets haywire. You want to fall back on the basics of your training, which would require you to go A, B, C, D, E. Yes. He is not getting past C. Yeah. That's the problem here is he's not able to critically analyze or think. And the other Oof. part of this is $250 million. Yeah, you can't be feeling good about that if you're a Broncos fan. Yikes. Not one bit. Oh, man. All right. Uh Still to come on the show today, we got Joy Harrington joining us at the top of the hour. Uh, if you want to go ahead and buy your ticket, uh, go buy it at uh, go to Danny and Dusty on Twitter at Danny and Dusty. We uh, put a link to the Harrington Family Foundation website where you can buy a raffle ticket for the Bourbon Barrel Benefit. Um, Joy's going to hop on at the top of the hour to talk about that, plus um, a lot of ducks and NFL stuff as well uh, with Joey. Uh, but coming up next, we got our worst day on the web. Oh, man. A lot of heartbroken dads out there. Danny Dusty, here's Rust with SportsCenter. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. This is no. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, The Fan. What's your name? It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. All right, an update to the uh, nation's growing saga. No, it's not the NFL being cowards and avoiding the snow of Buffalo. No, no, no. This is far greater. Uh, Ticketmaster is they're they're in it right now. Um, a tweet today that went out at noon Pacific time said, due to extraordinarily high demands on ticketing systems and insufficient remaining ticket inventory to meet that demand, tomorrow's public on sale for Taylor Swift the Eras Tour has been canceled. The tickets, not the not the tour. No, the tickets the tickets going on sale has been canceled. So remember, beginning of the week, the Swifties, you do not want to get on their bad side. Mm-hmm. They are a group that is not to be trifled with. They are they've, now they've unable with. to get their Taylor Swift tickets. They've been trifled with. I have heard that like for like four tickets, the service charge is like you you're it's like up to three hundred bucks that you're mm-hmm. you're paying. That is what is great about all this. Highway robbery is what it is. Not only do they have basically control of all of the ticket sales, uh, they they're clearly making a significant amount of money on the the ticket fees. Which I mean, I'm really glad that all that money is going to a uh, computer system that doesn't work. Oh, but I mean, at least they're doing that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You would at least hope that with all of those fees, that they would have a. A nice little <laughs> bump on that. You remember when you used to get your tickets from uh, Ticketmaster? Was that G.I. Joe's? Yeah. You used to go to the counter, wait in line, yeah. and go get your tickets. You know that G.I. Joe's count? I miss G.I. Joe's. I do, too. I do too. It's it's always, right. G.I. Joe's is a good vibe. G.I. Joe. Cedar Hills? I don't, I don't yeah. yeah you're, I know you're a Beardson yeah. guy. So. Yeah. Cedar Hills, absolutely. Yeah, the old Beardson Mall. That was the, you'd go over there and go get your, your tickets and your fishing license from the same desk. You're damn right. Auto parts. Yeah. You get it all there. 
You get it all there. That's interesting. Uh, G.I. Joe's is like, uh, like when you walk into Fred Meyer and they have like all their their sporting goods section and everything, except for they was, that was the whole store. They didn't have the grocery or the clothes. It yeah, was great. On steroids. It was fantastic. Yeah. No, no. You, you still Damn. still go in there and try it. But anyway. I was so sad when G.I. Joe's went on. I mean, that was, I mean they, we had that and then the Big Five. That's all we had in Beaverton. No. Yeah, you had I the, did. I was never a Big Five. Well, that's, that's all we had. Yeah. Like, those were the two places you could go get gear. Not a Big uh, no, I was a, uh, I used to go to Bashers, Bashers Sports downtown near uh, Providence Park. Yeah, you had the and back, then, and then there's one in Lake Oswego. Yeah, one in Lake, oh yeah. But, I mean, Bashers like, was great. The that was like area. wholesale. Yeah. That's where I got my Letterman sweater from. Sweater? Yeah. I didn't get a Letterman's jacket. I got a Letterman's sweater. It's like a three button, like V-neck? Yep. Really? Button up, Letterman's sweater. Was yeah. that on your way to the sock hop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah everybody had a Letterman's jacket. Only myself and our quarterback Zach had uh, Letterman sweaters. I bet. I bet you that got you all the girls. It did. It did. Dude, the le- the sweater pulled. Uh, the sweater pulled. Yeah. No threads. It pulled threads. No. 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 Hey, what time is your wife listening? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> she didn't care. Did, did you ever any tell anybody to hold that thread while you walked away? <laughs> no, no, no. If you want to destroy your sweater, <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you sweet. dare do the next line. Um, all right. Um, although you couldn't put all the patches on it that everybody else can. True. Like you get, because it's a big problem with wool sweater. You can't get them that hot, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's, um, it, it is. What's, what's great about this is. If you think that Ticketmaster is going to survive this, mm. you, you are mistaken. The you, Swift, you think it's going to bring them down? Oh, you think the Swifties 100%. are going to bring them down? Whoever in Vegas will take my money on Ticketmaster being brought down by this. Please, let me know where I can go. Well, you do already have, like, uh, the politicians have jumped on board and saying it needs to be broken up yep. because they joint linked up with Live Nation. But here's where it really gets bad is that it's not just the Swifties. It's all of their parents that have to deal with the fallout of their bratty kids well, no, being that, bummed out that they don't get their Taylor Swift concert. The 10-hour cues that the parents sat in yeah. to try to get their kids tickets. There were people that were, like, taking days off of work. Yes. I could, uh, But the, we're not talking kids. We're talking, like, adults who are like, oh, no, I'm taking the day off work so I can get my Taylor Swift tickets. And here's the thing. There's nothing <clears> I would do You know what prevents all of this? Hmm. Waiting in line like we used to. Right. You know what? You know what? There's not in lines, yeah. bots. Yeah. Because that's the thing is like, that's been the big argument is that Ticketmaster the the, the again tightening the tinfoil hat yeah. is that Ticketmaster owns a lot of the bots so they can control the secondary market as well. Oh, is that tinfoil hat? Um, is that yeah. tinfoil hat? I don't think it's tinfoil hat. It's, it's, I mean, I'd lean towards it being true. Yeah. So those are the kind of conspiracies I believe in. Wow. Wow. Okay. I mean, think about it. It wouldn't be that hard to do. You'd have access to all your own your own internal infrastructure. You know where your points of weakness were and how to how to uh, unleash bots. It wouldn't be hard. Boy, that is sinister, right? And what? illegal. That has to be illegal. Oh, hundred percent. That has to be illegal. But again, <laughs> this is again one of the millions of reasons why I think Ticketmaster is going to fall. Uh, the Swifties Perfect. are are going to come together, and they are going to. It's going to be bad. Boy, that documentary is going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be great. That Netflix doc is going to be great. There's there's some 24-year-old right now writing it. 
And they're like, <laughs> you thought Firefest was the next show. Wait till I show you how Ticketmaster went down. Damn straight. And it's all going to start with Taylor Swift doing her little. Uh, you remember when she well, Taylor Swift tea, tweeted out? She used to do tea parties mm-hmm. with like young girls before her show. Like instead of meet and greets, she'd do like a tea party. She tweeted out basically uh, thing. to Ticketmaster, you're a bunch of messy bees. Oh. From from her Did Twitter she account. Swear, she swore? She, yeah. She basically said, you're, you're, you have what's coming to you. Really? Oh yeah, that's that's what I mean. She stoked the fires. Yeah, she unleashed she unleashed the Swifties on them it, like a swarm in like four minutes. It had like, you know, one point two million likes. Wow. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's gonna be. She's got power, man. <sighs> She's got power. You know, World War Three is not gonna be started by Russia. It's gonna be by the K-pop stands and Taylor Swift that's and right. Swifties. Uh, text five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Letterman sweater. Were you rich with great hair too? No. Hey, Letterman sweater eighty nine bucks. <laughs> Seriously, I went all all in costs on my Letterman sweater customized. It was like a hundred bucks. Everybody else was paying like two fifty for their Letterman's jackets. The Letterman sweater was great. It was way cheaper. Do you still have it? Yeah, okay. I do. I do. I do. It's it was fantastic. I I have my jacket, but I don't I don't think it fits. And instead of like the bars on everything, like on on your letter, mm-hmm. you had bars on your because your letter meant you was your first year, and mm-hmm. then you had a bar for. Every other year that you actually lettered, see, we Does that all, make sense. Ours, so on, ours your, was on your different. arm, what? Ours no, was different. on a je- uh, on a on a sweater, the bar is sewn into the well, sleeve. Listen, we didn't have bars. Well, I know because you put them underneath your letter, on your on your on your actual letterman's jacket. No, ours were different. What'd That's what I'm do? telling you. <laughs> ours at, at Beerton, you put uh, in the letter whatever sport it was. If yeah. it was football, you put a football in the letter. Well, yeah, that's, but there was no. Like, but you would keep putting them in there. You, we, we didn't. We, nobody ever used any bars oh, at really? all. Just no more, more balls. More, so you just yeah. So if it was three year letter, you would have three footballs, oh. three three baseball. Well, yeah. So it was. So if you had a letter that was like completely full, like a three support guy, it looked kind of crazy. Mm, that does sound Ooh. weird. You know, I think I remember uh, another old old school sporting goods store in Beaverton. Uh, it was up at the top of like two seventeen. I want to say Larry's Sporting Goods. There you go. Yeah, Larry's. Old school. And if you want to go real cheap, go play it again. Yep. Yep. Um, Valley Plaza, baby. Mm-hmm. Big shout out. Place still open in Forest Grove. Fries. Fries is great. Like I love fries. Sporting goods. Like is it like fries? No. F R Y E S. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking like the one in Wilsonville, like the electronics. No, 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 no. Fries, sporting goods, man. Every everybody knows it. If you're if the if you're Forest Grove, Hillsboro area, you know. Okay. Fries, sporting goods was great. Right or die. Boom. I like it. Big ups to the to the local sporting goods stores. Did they have R.I.P. Uh, G.I. Joe's? Yeah, no, no kidding. Did you did you have like stuff you could get for your Letterman sweater there? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely, oh. absolutely. You did. I, I'm just having a hard time picturing the Letterman sweater outside of like Greece. Mm. <laughs> Happy well, days. Yeah. <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, I, I'll take a picture. You, of you it. ever do the walk of shame in your Letterman sweater? Uh, no. Okay. And nothing else. <laughs> no, I was very proud. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Okay, we will have Joey Harrington on at the top of the hour. Joey will join us to talk about all things Ducks football, NFL, and uh, he will also be here to talk about the 
bourbon barrel benefit uh, to benefit the Harrington Family Foundation. He joins us top of the hour. Also next hour, we get picky, and we talk a little Blazers as well. Um, but this is coming out of the University of Miami. Over the last couple of of weeks, it's gotten uh, a little ugly for Mario Cristobal and his return home. Like Things started out very rosy for Cristobal and the Canes there, where everybody was open and, and willing to understand that it wasn't going to take just overnight before the Canes were back and the U was back. Well, they are 5-5 five and five on the season. They have gone loss, win, loss, win, loss, win uh, over their last six games. And they are a beacon of inconsistency as they get ready for a trip to number 9 Clemson this week. Uh, and they beat Georgia Tech over the weekend, but that didn't stop parents from taking to social media um, and parents of Miami players who have been very vocal goes well. over the last handful of weeks. Yeah, it usually does. Um, about playing time, coaching decisions. Uh, one one uh, uh, freshman corner, Kamari Rogers, his mom, uh, or his dad rather, lashed out at cornerbacks coach Jamil Aday, tagging him in a tweet that said, you're a real piece of work, but it's all good. I'm going to pray for you and your family. You obviously have some serious issues. Wow. <laughs> Another player, Keyshawn Smith's mom, uh, went at offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis by saying, if, if, you, if you an offensive coordinator who walks into meetings and tells his team they are the worst team ever, would you still want to play for him? I heard of tough coaches, but that's just stupid. I wonder if USC's coach talks to his team like that. Wow. Okay. Um, that has led to Mario Cristobal saying, enough is enough. I am done with you parents here. And this was what he had to say in his press conference yesterday. I think it's important to teach our, our own children to handle stuff like uh, adults in a face-to-face manner. Um, as it, as it relates to posting on social media, I don't. I was raised very different than anything that would relate to anything such as that. But uh, a parent is very uh, free and welcome to come pick up their son if they're not happy with uh, their playing time here at the University of Miami. And I guess that's my philosophy. <laughs> I love right that then. from Cristobal. Look, if you don't like it, come and get your damn kid. If it's that bad here, come get him. You can go put him in the portal and you can go. But the beginning of that is where he truly makes a great point. And it's a fantastic point that Mario Cristobal is making. In that these kids should be handling these issues themselves. Not a parent going on social media. And there there have been some things where, you know, um, even at Oregon, you know, uh, I think it's Byron Cardwell's mom has been vocal on social media about his playing time and the coaching staff and all that stuff. It comes down to whether you are a college athlete or if you are a high school athlete, learning to advocate for yourself and not have your parents out there airing your dirty laundry and everybody else's dirty laundry because it does no good for anybody else except for these young men to go and talk to their coach. I, I just am baffled. Uh, that that is where we are with parent involvement in college athletics. 
college athletics. I, <clears throat> upon seeing this, I kind of laughed and I was like, of course it's crystal ball because why not? But I'm on his side 100%. This college athletics, especially, you and I have talked about this like just on and off, just kind of how you manage stuff as a high school football coach now mm-hmm. and how you deal with kids and, and uh, an ever-changing atmosphere. It's different than when you and I played. Oh, yeah. Very different. You know, yeah. every, every kid's social media has a link to their huddle account. You know what I mean? It's, it's just a different world. The fact that parents who have sent their adult children <laughs> off to college yeah. to what has become basically a semi-professional level. This is like if J.J. Watt's parents were out there saying, J.J.'s not getting enough snaps. Like, no, no, shut up. Well, this is e- what was it, Eli Apple's mom. Eli Apple's mom on Twitter has has aired Dirty Laundry. It's just like... Draymond Green's mom. What is going on here? What are you doing? Uh, Steph Curry's <laughs> wife. Like, what are you doing? Al Horford's sister. Yeah. Like, what? Stop doing this. Well, it's, you know, Aisha Curry, she's not necessarily airing, like, and in, in calling out coaches. Is she? She just no, claps was, back was, at fans. No, though, it was right? the referees. It was the referees? Remember? The line of... Uh, I don't care what you say. The the the, the refs stole that game. Didn't oh they? yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Like but she, I mean, she's that's gotten not, better. But that's I mean, not that. That's not as bad as like a parent calling out coach, coaches and yeah. calling coaches liars and saying you've got some serious issues. I'll pray for you. Like that. Come on. What is that? Crap? And that's the thing is, I I think we've the culture around youth sports now has cultivated these attitudes, especially. Now where it's year-round football, seven-on-seven camps, training for this, training for that, specializations, parents living vicariously through their kids, they they attach themselves to them. And and with the NIL deals for the elite elites, you know, hey, you're costing my kid money if you're not giving him snaps. Hey, you're not giving my kid enough visibility. This is going to cost him his scholarship. You know, those kind of things on the high school level. And then moving into the college level, it gets amped up because there's more on the line. Or they think that there's more on the line. But they allow these behaviors to happen in the stands, which is why we're short on refs and short on umpires as people are done dealing with these lunatics. But then they think that they have this power to like reign over a coach who's making millions of dollars a year, and they couldn't care less what you think. Man. It's, it's such a <laughs> weird world. Cristobal's right. You don't like it? Come get your Come, freaking kid. Yeah, get your kid out of here. Because you know what? That is what will turn Miami around. Is getting those the kids cancers. and those attitudes yes. out of there? Oh my goodness! This is this texture is right. Play the Dan Hawkins rant. It's the Big Twelve <laughs> Division One football. Not wrong. Go play intramurals, brother. Go play intramurals. Dan Hawkins down at UC Davis now. All right, uh, let's get to hour number three, where we will get picky. We'll talk some Blazers, but uh, where we kick off the third hour of the show, Joey Harrington joins us. This is Danny and Dusty on the Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.